Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Joining me now is Dwayne Mann to talk rugby league. Uh, uh, Dwayne, how great an atmosphere was there last night at Mount Smart for the Kiwis versus uh, Mate Ma'atonga. Yeah, g'day, Ricardo. Yeah, it was fantastic. Look, it, it's mind-blowing when you think about it, um, you know, dating back to that World Cup a few years ago and the, and the um, packed our crowd down in the Waikato, but you know, and it's continued with uh, any time Mate Matonga takes the field, and to see that not only with the men's game, but you know, as early as the, the women's game, uh, the crowd, uh, you know, we'll work a crowd for attendance for a women's game, and it's just yeah, so awesome to see you know Tongans from all across and getting together to, to celebrate, and and you know, the cool thing is many of there were also um, celebrating uh, the Kiwi performance as well. That was the thing. I mean, you know, it was definitely a sea of red. I've got to say, Dwayne, I was down at sideline for the uh, for the Kiwi uh, for the for the men's game, and uh, you, you couldn't. You, there weren't too many patches of black. It's got to be said, it was very very red. Uh, but there was none of that. Uh, there was no negativity when the Kiwis did well. It just got a lot louder when it looked like Tonga might score. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you know, the, you know. The, the th- the thing is, you know, in, in reality, you know, the, the, the Tongans are so staunchly, um, you know, proud to be Tongan. But they, they also, you know, we we recognise just just how how um, important it is, you know, that 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 migration story, that Pacifica story of our grandparents coming coming here to to New Zealand, you know, to send children here to New Zealand, the, the land of milk and honey, uh, to to prosper, to get a good education, to to be in employment and and all those wonderful things and contribute to a thriving Aotearoa. Uh, so, you know, Tongans, uh, while staunchly proud, um, you know, they've got some favourite players wearing the black and white jersey. And if it was the uh, some of the songs that were being played over the speaker or some of the, the, the charts going out, you know, what I saw was, um, you know, a crowd enjoying uh, more than just rugby league, but... Um, you know, but everything that it has to offer in terms of, you know, representing pe- people and culture. Yeah, indeed. I, I've got to ask you, as a man who captained both the Kiwis and Tonga, what are you doing or not like that, personally? <laughs> well, one of the cool things were that, um, uh, as far as, you know, uh, past uh, Kiwi players, the 1971 to 75 uh, Kiwis were there and their recognition and also had uh, some new inductees into the Legends of League. So it was a great night shared by, by former Kiwis and recognition of some of our greats of the game, uh, like uh, How, Howie Tamati, um, uh, the, the late uh, Quinton Pongia, the Ribbon Wiki, Stacey Jones, Jones to Graham Lowe. So we had a number inducted into the Legend of League. And then the 71... Um, uh, 75 Kiwis is there's sadly there's there's only uh, you know a dozen or so still still alive um, but we had a number of them 
able to make it, including my father, Don Man, who was uh, Kevin number 492, who was on the 71 tour. Uh, Roy Christian was the captain, uh, Colin O'Neill, Ray Williams, uh, Mocky Brenton, who made it up from the South Island. So we had a great night, and there's a Kiwi reunion actually going on this afternoon. Unfortunately, I was unable to make it, but uh, it was where past players were able to mix with the current Kiwis and Kiwi ferns. Well, I hope I hope this phone call hasn't kept you from that, Dwayne. No, no, no. I I had some other business to attend to, so sadly I couldn't make that today. But you know, it's a good, a great thing that we we continue to do more of and connecting the the past with the currents and um, you know, and this 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 current uh, Kiwi side and, and the Kiwi ferns. Um, um, you know, they when we can and and all things permitting, you know, allow it to connect together and and uh, share all the good things. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw plenty of good things last night, uh, particularly from a Kiwi's point of view, didn't we? I mean, uh, I, I called pre-game, I was talking to Tony Kemp, doing a show with Tony Kemp, and we questioned Niakore at centre when you've got Tamati Martin as part of the squad who's been going so well at fullback for the Broncos. So you could have played Joey Manu there and then Tamati Martin uh, at, at fullback. But, I mean, after that performance and after that result, I don't think you can question too much of what Michael Maguire did with the team. Yeah, actually, you know, I thought that was, uh, as far as the selections, I thought the Kiwi selectors did a great job. And, and you know, there's a few uh, players who, who, you know, who didn't make the run on 17, in particular, Jordan, Ricky and Tamari Martin. Uh, Griffin Neem, a young player from the West Coast, who's been making some good inroads with the, um, you know, with the North Queensland Cowboys. But as, and then as far as Michael Maguire and what the coaching staff did, putting Joseph Munner to fullback, but... There were so many um, standout performances, and although the scoreline didn't, you know, could have, could have been great, but the Kiwis looked comfortable uh, right through the match. Um, but you know, um, Brandon Smith again at hooker. Uh, you know, we, we know his threat running from dummy half, but his defence was and his, his ability to put pressure on some of the, uh, the the Tongans' running game. Jerome Hughes was outstanding, and, and Dylan Brown. So it was really exciting to see that that time working. James Fisher Harris, who we've seen with um, with his form so right across the park, it was a fantastic performance by 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 the Kiwis right through. It was, I mean, and I, you know, you don't want to get carried away with uh, hyperbole, but you know, just this uh, the star stature of the Kiwis team in terms of what they're doing individually at NRL level at the moment. Um, you know, we're not begging, borrowing and stealing from the North Northern Hemisphere to fill a team anymore. It's not, you know, uh, half half of the Warriors squad. It's, it really is, it feels like, potentially the best Kiwis team we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I'm really excited heading up to the World Cup at the end of the year. Um, you know, there is that, that genuine depth. And, you know, again, I thought the, whilst there's some players, um, you know, you could debate... Uh, if some players were were in the starting seventeen, but yeah, they certainly got it right. And and again, that thing about depth and you know, there's opportunity. Um, you know, there's all likelihood that 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 you know Joseph Manu might not might not remain at fullback for um, you know for games in the World Cup, but at least it gives the the coaching staff the option you know to look at how they they uh, can pick a side to meet you know uh, certain opposition. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I look at it as, you know, you can kind of look at who didn't make the 25, and you've got a player like, you know, of the reputation of Sean Johnson. Uh, I know maybe he hasn't had the best form this season, but in the past that wouldn't have mattered to the Kiwis because we wouldn't have had too many other options. Um, you can leave him out of the 25 altogether, and you get a guy with the experience and the skill set of Kieran Foran uh, playing as a, as the number 14. I don't think we've ever been uh, had that much sort of depth in the, in the, in the playmaker half sort of positions.
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great example. And and then you can apply that to, to yeah, centre combinations. And I thought Peter Hooker was Peter Hooker was outstanding as well. Um, I mean, Ken, Ken Momoa didn't start, didn't make 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 the uh, the seventeen. But you know, Ken's always one with um, you know that 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 has real great um, you know every time he puts on puts on a Kiwi jersey. So yeah, all, look, all looks pretty good. And I guess another point just to, to note from mine is that you know. I, I thought the Kiwis would get on top, but I, I was just hoping for a close game because it wasn't that long ago, and again, prior to 2017, when Tonga would put out a side, albeit Samar, against a, a Kiwi side, an Australian side, and it would be in almost an 80-point, 70-point flogging. And, um, you know, it, 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 there were that, that Tongan side, were, there were a lot of guys, um, it wasn't a, strong, a stronger side. There were seven or, seven or nine uh, guys on debut, but they managed to keep a an outstanding Kiwi side, 20 to six. The Kiwi side were only able to cross the line once in the second half. So that was a great performance. Yeah, it was a very good performance, mate. And the thing being sidelined that I noticed too was uh, just how much weight the bench, the Tongan bench carried. I'm not just talking about the guys who could come on and play, but the guys who were there to support and the guys who were there to create, I guess, the culture. When you had people like, uh, you know, John Hopawadi there, you had guys like Andrew Fafita who was never going to play. He was there, uh, you know, who was one of the guys who was key in getting uh, Tongan Rugby League to, you know, where we see it currently in the modern Tonga because he, he went, I'm not going to play for Australia, I want to play for Tonga. Um, and it looks like he's, you know, certainly invested in making sure that that next wave of players come through and keep Tonga strong. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and what's sick of Manu, John, uh, Jason Tomalolo in particular, um, yeah, John Fafita, what these players have done, these modern-day players, to, to, you know, really create a genuine legacy and an example for, for, for others and what they can what they can, can do for a Tongan jersey. It's, um, but Christian Wolf also, uh, I must mention, his, his, even though he wasn't there, Christian um, had, a, had a strong part in... Ensuring Wayne Bennett and Dean Young as a as a coaching staff and Sikamanu and, and the players had everything they needed. And um it's always hard with the resource. Um, you know, it's not equitable. Um the calendar doesn't really, you know, fit in terms of competing for the window with origin. Um but Christian Wolf has done an amazing job with this Tongan team, continues to do so. He does. He he's done a fantastic job. It's not that's not too bad when you can have Wayne Bennett as your number two. Sorry, yeah, coach can't be there. There's this bloke Wayne Bennett you may have heard of is going to take over. Yeah, you know, and it's it's uh, it shows again the uh, the thinking of of Christian and um, you know, been, you know, many coaches wouldn't feel comfortable in in putting someone like like in Wayne's Wayne Wayne's caliber, um, but, but but Christian has continued to do that uh, with all the coaching sides that he's that he's had and. And be it in past Tongan teams where he's had Anthony Griffin or David Ferner and the like, so he's always surrounded himself with um, with great people and great you know great support staff. He's done that. Uh, I mean, another thing, the reason that Christian Wolf couldn't be there obviously is because of Super League. And I mean, Tonga is at a place where maybe the Kiwis were sort of 20 years ago, you know, in terms of we had some players who were still key for our international side playing up there. And I think we kind of saw that maybe uh, because you, the Tongan team does look a bit skinny when it comes to playmakers, when it comes to halves. And uh, you wonder how much different it would have been if you could have had, say, a, a Tui Lolo here as, as part of this team. Yeah, that's right. And um, I was actually talking to Christian Walk about a month ago and, you know, it's just... We were talking about the halves, and and it, it's it is that uh, uh, 
part of the the depth of the game for for um, when we look across uh, Pacific players, be it in Samoa, or Cook Islands, uh, the Fijian side, and, and with Tonga. Um, but you know, if you if you look for, um, at the lower grades coming through in Queensland Club Cup, New South Wales Cup, um, there there are a large number of you know, of, of uh, Pacific and Maori players uh, starting to fill out those, in those. Uh, number seven, six, one and nine jerseys, just making up, uh, um, you know, front row forwards, back row forwards, uh, the centre positions. There's, so there's a bunch of new players coming through in this sort of 15, 16, 17 age group. Uh, this brown browning of the game across Australia, it, it is real evident and uh, easy to see when you go to a lot of these junior carnivals. Yeah, well, I mean, you even look at the NRL, mate. I mean, I think about probably 50%, if not slightly more, would be would definitely be Polynesian, regardless of who they represent, you know. So we're definitely seeing, as you referred to it, uh, the browning of the game. What about um, a kid like Sonny Luke, who's come through the uh, ranks at the Panthers? We saw him come off the bench last night as the 14. I thought he maybe lacked a little bit of size to be a hooker, but he could be a good seven going forward. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. And, um, you know, the game is so fast now that, and, 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 and so, so the size, probably not the big thing of concern, but, um, you know, it, are they quick enough and they're explosive and dynamic enough? And, you know, probably the other thing that let the, the Tongan side down uh, last night was, um, you know, their ability to just to, to kick long off the back of maybe a, a poor yardage set. And, uh, you know, the Kiwis did a great job of, of Pushing um, uh, the Tongan attack uh, backwards and sideways a bit, and um, yeah, so the kicking game uh, in terms of long kicking game is 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 something you know again for the for, for the Tongan side and as they try to build some depth around halves and what they can do with the ball. Yeah, I mean, I thought they they started well really with their kicking game and and they targeted Ronaldo Mulitalo's wing, didn't they? A bit, and he got found wanting a couple of times. He didn't quite read the the kick, and he. You know, sort of was uh, too too far back and had to let it bounce once or twice, and he slipped a couple of times as well. Uh, that certainly was was paying off early. Uh, another thing that uh, be interesting to get your take on is Tolutau uh, Kula, who played at fullback. Of course, we've seen him mainly play in the centres in the NRL, uh, and conversely, we had Christian Tuipolotu, who can play uh, wing, but was has been very good filling uh, Tommy Turbo's shoes at Manly at fullback. Were you surprised not to see him in the one jersey instead? Yeah, yeah probably, probably not. I mean, you know, it's 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 uh, you know we, we're the coaching staff. Maybe maybe wanted to see uh, where they could try to against the Kiwi opposition. Uh, try to try to get line breaks around, and uh, so so maybe that was their, their selections. Christian uh, Torpolotto is a young player coming through the grades, a uh, former St Paul's uh, college student, but you know he, he could play anywhere in, in, in the back line, actually in the forwards as well. So yeah, I think it may have just been uh, trying to see where where they could best get line breaks of, with the lack of sort of combinations of players who come from club teams. Now, it was interesting talking to Tony Kemp last night. He was saying, you know, I'd love to see this match up on a dry, hard ground. And then he met, he said something about hopefully we can see that at the World Cup. I was like, mate, you're mad if you think that's going to happen. It's November in the north of England. You're not going to have anything that's dry up there, mate. Um, so in a way, the weather we had last night might actually help both Tonga and the Kiwis prepare for that because it's probably, you know, a, a lighter version of what they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know, and in, in hindsight, but it's one of the 
of things, I guess, that, uh, you know, but both uh, for the Kiwis and, and Tonga were, were perhaps fighting in the scheduling of this game. Uh, one, um, you know, clash, clashing with, uh, with Origin and, and, and fitting in an, in an NRL calendar. But the other part has, has been a night game. It, you know, would have, would have preferred to, to, to see this as a daytime game. And, you know, uh, the crowd would have come out whether it was night or day. But it, it's proven to be a really family uh, approach to, to come and to view this game. And, you know, by that, I don't just mean young kids, but, you know, it's, it's the grandparents, it's the olders, it's mm-hmm. the aunties. The, the Tongan uh, large part of the crowd are, are not out-and-out rugby league people. You know, they're, they're, they're staunchly proud of, of being Tongan and, and showing up at, and on mass in Tongan. But if it was a day um, a day game, uh, would have been great for the spectators as well, but from a from a playing perspective, yeah, would have been would have been uh, perhaps yeah a few more points for the Kiwis and, and maybe for the Tongan side, just the ability to sort of uh, stick close with the Kiwis uh, and get some opportunities. Well, given how many big bodies Tonga do have in that pack, I mean, playing slightly more where the rugby league come World Cup time, do you think that maybe suits them more? Um, no, I haven't, uh, don't know, don't know. I think, you know, Tongans would prefer dry ground. Um, you know, I think gone are the days where, uh, certainly when I played, we, we, we didn't have the depth and, and a lot of the players weren't playing. And, um, you know, we sort of come the, come the end of the year in, in semi-finals or top eight football. So fatigue and being underdone was always an issue, apart from sort of the depth as well. But uh, the current the current teams here, I think they'd prefer the dry ground. Um so, so yeah, in terms of the size of the players and the availability of, again, when we talk about origin, you know, you know, there's a couple of Tongan players with Daniel Tupou with, with New South Wales, and Siosifo, uh, Talakai, uh, not, not being available for this match. So you get uh, those guys, um, tall, athletic, powerful, strong, um, a, a, drowned, a, a dry ground would suit those players. True. Just perfect. Yeah, I mean, where are you on that? I mean, at the moment, you can play, you can still play for Tonga or Samoa and play Origin, but you can't play for the Kiwis. Um, I mean, how far away do you think both Tonga and Samoa are from being considered Tier One nations? Yeah, yeah. To, to, the more games and and the equitable equitable resource um, and and the you know a calendar that's set out uh, you know well in advance and. And it gives the uh, you know the, the Pacific nations just greater ability to plan and prepare. Uh, when that does happen, then then um, the on-field performance we, we can have a have a fair chance. Um, sorry, Mark, if I sound exhausted, I'm walking around this dog. My dog is pulling me across the paddock. <laughs> no worries, mate. No worries, Dwayne. I appreciate your time, mate. It's been it's been good. Um, it's been good. And just I'll just get a final word from you because you have you have mentioned it a couple of times here. We did see uh, the Kiwi Ferns um, get a convincing win over the Tongan women's side. Uh, that that Kiwi Ferns team is predominantly made up of players playing in NRLW. I know there's a few NRLW players in that uh, Tongan women's side as well. So there'll be some great lessons taken from this for the Tongan women. How far away do you think they are from being competitive with, you know, the Jillaroos and the Kiwi Ferns? Um, yeah, it's going to take a wee while. It'll take another couple of World Cup cycles, unfortunately. But... Um, you know, the, the, again, it's similar to, to, to the men's game and, and the depth coming through the, the junior systems. And, 
the NRLW is, is a, such, such an awesome opportunity. And um, and so, yeah, hopefully that there's more of the NRL clubs uh, put their support in entering a women's team. Um, and, you know, it's the, the ability of to, to provide genuine um, seasonal offerings for the women's games. In the past, we've had some of the women have had to, you know, go from rugby to, to rugby league to touch to to other parts just to be able to sort of compete year-round. Um, hopefully now that the girls can start to, you know, focus on one particular sport, uh, if, if that's their, their main sport and their main passion, sort of cross-code and hop around. Um, or get the best of both, both get the best of both worlds. Being able to sort of be a, a genuine all-round uh, sports person, and uh, and also have the opportunity to, to um, prosper in one second code. Good stuff, Dwayne. I'll, I'll let you get back to walking the dog, mate. Uh, just make get your steps up there, get your steps up there, push play, and all that stuff. Uh, thanks for your time, and uh, really appreciate it. No problem, Ricardo. Cheers. Well uh, Dwayne Mann there with us, uh, former Kiwis and Tongan captain, of course, as well, played for the Warriors and uh, Glenora's favourite son as well, Glenora Bears, along with uh, the likes of Dean Lonigan, a great story rugby league club that is. Uh, thanks very much for your text coming through too, Jamie. Uh, great show. I love the international weekend. I looked at the draw for the World Cup. If all teams go to form, it will be Tonga versus the Kiwis in one semi final and England versus Australia in the other. Well, I mean, that is a great set of semi-finals if that's the way it goes and if everything does go to form. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.